Welcome to uh, the live stream of whatever it is I usually do. Uh, thank you guys for, for joining us. Today we're going to be talking uh, probably about anything, definitely about Gordon Ramsay at some point, but also about remakes. Damien. Hello. Hello, Damien. What do you think about remakes? Aren't they wonderful? Everybody uh, loves a remake. Yeah, they're, they're not polarizing whatsoever. I don't think they're polarizing. I think they join people together because people think that they're shit. Do you know, all right, okay, <laughs> do you know what I was thinking about this earlier? Um, I remember when I was still a student doing my medical degree, um, I remember someone said to me, uh, oh, did you hear they're going to do a Robocop remake? And I guess was, this was in like 2010 or 2011. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they were going to do a Robocop remake. And I was thinking, was, was I naive or has it ramped up in the past decade? Because if someone said that to me now, or I don't know, if someone said they're going to make a Die Hard remake, you know, 10 years ago, I th would have thought that would have been unthinkable. Yeah, I don't know. I, I remember hearing about the Robocop uh, remake um, uh, da, 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 quite a long time ago. And when I, the rumor that I heard, which got me quite excited, I didn't really appreciate Robocop that much back then. But I remember hearing that um, Aronofsky was uh, slated uh, to direct. And they also mentioned that Gary Oldman was going to be in it. And uh, I definitely quite liked the two of them. Yeah, I thought it'd be quite interesting, but uh, came came around and it was fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so uh, one thing I wanted to, to kind of touch on as well was, uh, I think there's so much there's so much negative negativity about remakes. There's so so uh, it's so easy to say things like uh, remakes are just cash grabs. Remakes are easy, and just because it's easy to say that doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, but what about the Scarface remake? Uh, it's an interesting one, and obviously you've talked about it before. Because um, ju just to be clear, the 1980s Scarface film, for anyone who doesn't know, is itself a remake of a 1930s film. Uh, but also they're releasing a, a Scarface next year. Yeah, I, it's... With Tony Danza, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim Allen. I don't know, I think you know that's what a lot of people kind of roll their eyes about um, when it comes to uh, remakes, um, is that... Um, they generally don't add anything new to it. I, I think what you can talk, you can say about uh, the in eighty Scarface is yeah. that they took a concept basically and well made it very much its own. Right. The two the two movies are very very different beasts in that kind of regard. But I don't imagine what they're going to be uh, pumping out next year is going to be right. I, I think they're going to touch on a lot of the fucking. I don't know. Is it going to be set in the eighties or like modern modern day? As far as I know, it's modern day. And it's th this Scarface is well, okay. So I heard it pitched as like this Scarface is a Latin American Scarface, which I'm glad there was that clarity because everybody knows that Cuba that doesn't count as Latin America or anything. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I heard someone say that um, that Tony Montana is a racist stereotype, like Al Pacino doing Latin, and it's like surely Al Pacino is is Latin. Pacino is the fucking clue, isn't it? I suppose so. I don't. I, 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 but not that sort of, the wrong sort of Latin. Yeah, Italian doesn't quite count. Right. It has to be Spanish or Spanish yeah, yeah. descended. Sicilian at best. <laughs> We've all seen True Romance. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 think that there's, I, I think that remakes aren't automatically illegitimate. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of, of remakes that I like. And the only I quite one... like um, The Fly. You're right, okay. That's, that, that was always quite a good one. Um, Super chat. All right. What does this say? 
You need Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League. Remake The Wire as an anime. That's quite good. Remake The Wire as an anime, yeah. But like it's a 20 second anime. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's really well produced. It's super violent. <laughs> it's it's like one of those things you can only watch once. Yeah, but people shit on it because they they reckon it's kind of riffing on Battle Royale too much, you know. There's still a backlash. Well, don't worry, guys. We're going to get to what we would like to see remade uh, pretty soon. But I just wanted to mention... Uh, true. Okay, you were saying The Fly. Let's talk about The Fly. Well, um, it goes back to my um, the point I made uh, a couple of minutes ago. It's one of those movies that took like as you know a, a, like the central concept and kind of made it its own in a lot of a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, I I like Vincent Price and I do quite enjoy you know the, the idea of someone with a fly's head on their body. Uh, but The Fly is one of those movies that I cannot help laughing at sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really silly. Yeah, as much as I don't say like prefer the two, but one thing that the original had, which um, uh, the the remake didn't have, was that fucking stunning ending. Yeah. Um, of the of him trapped in the web right at the end, just right. completely fucking hopeless. That's me. Yeah, that's fucking genius. Love that. Yeah, I think we we missed a live um, like a super chat. If you just scroll up on the yeah, okay. on the chat. Well, one thing I was gonna uh, gonna mention was um, uh, True Grit. I really like that as a remake. I, re- I, I rate that as a Coen Brothers film. And um, I think that they were right to do it because it's something that I, I think uh, they brought something to it by modernizing it. And it's the same with Scarface. The 30s version and the 80s version, whilst they're both quite violent, they're, they're clearly set in different eras, even if it's just an era of the way things are portrayed. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of you can't get, you couldn't get away with that much in the 30s. You know, and the same with um, the True Grit. Uh, you know, that they made, I think, in the 50s. Um, you know, they couldn't get away with the same sort of things. It, it wasn't as anywhere near as cinematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, I think with Scarface, Scarface 1980-whatever is going to look a lot different to Scarface 19... More, more different to Scarface 1930s than the one they make next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the Lady Killers? Have you seen that? Uh, I haven't seen that. I have seen it, but I haven't seen it in fucking years. Tom Hanks is the Alec Guinness character. And he said after he made it, like, oh, I've never seen the first yeah, one. Yeah, and I thought that was complete fucking horseshit. Do you think he did? Of course he did. Uh, yeah. You um, would see it, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what does that one say? Uh, in the 70s, filmmakers weren't racking their brains to figure out what movie from 30 years ago previously they could reboot. Let that sink in a while. Yeah, right. I, well, I, yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, you know, high concept 30 years ago, even 20 years ago, it was much more innovative than it is now. <laughs> Sorry, I have to stop yeah. here. We've got what's it, Benjamin La- Rugrats live action set in Rwanda. Oh yes, and and Chucky is like Bullet Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's only twenty, but he is responsible for many many deaths. <laughs> Still a child. Yeah. Or a chap now. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's the most ridiculous remake? Ah. Uh, well, that's surely the ones we're about to offer up. Surely. Uh, well, you say that, but you look like you've done some kind of prep. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm at the end of my prep now. This is the end of the stream, isn't it? Now <laughs> We've got remake George Lucas. That's fucking genius. Remake George Lucas. We can rebuild him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't understand. We've been on the operating table for hours. He's more cocaine than man. <laughs> um, but Lady Killers uh, was interesting because, like, the Coen brothers... Uh, Lady Killers I thought was actually a pretty good film but it was kind of like why even call it The Lady Killers 
and I think that, I think there is that is the reason people make remakes. That's the reason studios make remakes. Mm-hmm. It's it's for the instant recognition. You're going to get more people coming to see something called RoboCop. It doesn't matter if it's like RoboCop. It doesn't matter if it pays respect to the original film. Yeah, we're going back to the, you know the very simple but sometimes kind of well salient point of this uh, well cheap cash grab. That's what I, I just feel like you know, nothing is going to be kind of contributed to the Scar- Scarface remake uh, right. whatsoever. I think like Scarface. People... Surely everything you could have said has been said in Breaking Bad. <laughs> I mean, the situation hasn't changed since Breaking Bad, has it? I feel like you know the eighty Scarface is something that has you know become quite iconic and caricatured subsequently. Um, and I think that's kind of, there's there's like the image of uh, Tony Montana, which is what they're going to be trying yeah. to kind of just kind of spin out for a little bit. It's a bit of attention, a bit of money, really. I don't think it's going to be quite the character piece. It's going to be like, yeah, this is some more fucking drug culture, and we're going to glamorize, make it look a little bit sexy. There'll be tits, guns. It's going to be all this. <laughs> but there was all of that in Scarface. It, well, in the 1980s one, the Al Pacino one. There were tits and guns in that, and chainsaws. Don't forget the chainsaws. <laughs> and don't you ever try to fuck with me, Eric. And KFC and such. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, they are going to remake Harry Potter at some point. Oh, I never really thought about stuff like that. I was quite happy when they wrapped up the last movie, and I kind of compartmentalized that and just yeah, kind of move on. Yeah, because you had to go and see all of them. <laughs> Duty bound. Yeah. I mean, no, I think they should they should do a new Harry Potter, but they should do one film per term. Uh. <laughs> and, the, and, and Hogwarts has seven terms a year. <laughs> it's it's just never ending. Oh yeah, and all the actors like horrifically age out. Yeah, <laughs> they don't tr- they don't do any CGI or anything. Oh, it's so. like eighteen months between every release. Yeah, right. Oh Jesus! Well, they're going to remake that eventually one day. They're going to remake Shrek. Really? No, I'm not. I'm not saying like I know they are, but they will do one day, surely. Well, I there's money to be had. Yeah, I, I can't. One thing I think they're kind of going to remake in the same way that uh, you know uh, Warner Brothers just kept rehashing the Looney Tunes. Is I think um, when the cast of The Simpsons die and they finally have to put that to bed, there will be so many kind of spin-offs therein, much like you had like Tiny Toons and stuff like that. I reckon they'll be like they'll be like uh, they'll be like Young Homer and shit like that. Shows well, kind Muppet of Baby's around. Homer. Muppet Baby's Homer, yeah. yeah. That's our next podcast. <laughs> Just <laughs> Muppet Baby's teaser. Homer, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done more Simpsons movies. To be honest. Yeah, well, well, I don't know. Well, I think we just count our blessings in that fucking regard. Again, you don't have to go and see these things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just don't like the idea that it's being that it's out there. It's kind of yeah, without without you having my prior ru- consent, without you having ruined the cinema experience for other people. <laughs> as soon as Ralph Wiggum comes out from the 20th Century Fox logo, shit. Yeah, I, 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 I shat in my hand and threw it at the fucking screen. I shat in my hand. Yeah, it's a good thing you were wearing those arseless chaps <laughs> made out of Muppets. I'm surprised I got in the theatre. There were a lot of tears that day. Um. So anyway, I don't think that. Uh, Movie remakes are le- necessarily illegitimate, just like ninety percent of the time. What do you think? I I, th- I think you know um, a good remake is just a is is not impossible. It's just a bit of a rare beast. Um, it's got to bring something new. I mean, I, th- I I always kind of say this, but I think the um, Body Snatchers nineteen uh, seventies remake is re- a really good remake because it 
it takes the original, but it, it adds such a new dimension. There's kind of like a sexual element there. There's definitely more of a social element. It's not necessarily to do with communism. And it's just, it's, it's done as if it's a brand new script based on a familiar story. Mm -hmm. It isn't, you know, no one's ever kind of sat down and said, should we make it shot for shot? Because that idea would have been ludicrous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, that's... Oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just farting away there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose this is what you know the listeners don't you know always get. But there's a lot of a uh, lot of dead dead air, dead air when we do this stuff. When I yeah, I mean when, and da when Damien says dead air, he means like air straight out of his ass. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got all that to kind of look forward to. You, there's only going to be like 20 minutes of content. Here. <laughs> the rest of it is uh... me just going like, please for the love of Christ, say something. <laughs> What's that movie called again? <laughs> Just give me five minutes while I look it up again. It's not as bad as Terminator. Have you have you seen Terminator Three? Is that the one? Is that the one with Jai Courtney? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you have to do one thing. Is that the one with Karen Allen? Get the fuck out. <laughs> is that the one with Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> uh, all right then, come on. What, what movies would you like to see remade? Oh well, on that note, I'd say fucking Robocop with uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Sheila Buff, and he is Robocop or he's just like Robocop's head <laughs> so we piece Robocop together with different actors right? different actors yeah but the you know let's not be ridiculous it's not like Frasier is like Robocop's arm like <laughs> Frasier's arm is Robocop's arm you have to pick the actor with the best arms right okay and who's got the best arms Schwarzenegger <laughs> basically it's Schwarzenegger's body with Sheila Booth's tiny head on top <laughs> Okay, and so what is Sheila about fighting in this fucking thing then? Uh, well, what did he fight in Robocop? Fight fought Kane, fought the people who killed, killed him. Uh, fought anti-justice. <laughs> he fought. It, maybe it, it could be Sheila Booth versus fake news. <laughs> he just goes into like CNN and starts killing people. No, it's, it's much worse. But like Shia LaBeouf doesn't this. Does not relent with the screenwriter, and he, he kind of imposes his fucking will on it. So it's all about if it becomes this fucking existential crisis for Shia LaBeouf, much like his own life, I imagine. And he's in fact fighting himself in this movie. <laughs> so, so like Robocop is is the the kind of film manifestation of Shia LaBeouf's existential crisis, but Shia LaBeouf in in turn is like the manifestation of an existential crisis for a much better actor. <laughs> Like Richard Pryor is alive and well, and Sheila Booth has come out of his brain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was that, or or Richard Pryor's dog going, "Oh, Sheila," <laughs> and with every extensive rewrite, there is less there is less robotic parts of his body. But the only thing left is like maybe some metal knee kneecaps or some shit like that. Well, this is a problem with remakes because I was just about about to say I'd like to see uh, see no evil, hear no evil. But I wouldn't want to see it with different actors, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you do? What do you do about that? CGI. <laughs> <laughs> and then just cobble together all of Gene Wilder's bits from uh, Willy Wonka. I was going to say See No Evil. <laughs> from See No Evil. It's just a shot for shot remake. <laughs> uh, but I would like to see that. And I, do you know what, as well? I was watching Groundhog Day um, a while back, and... Whilst I do like Groundhog Day a lot, what's the matter? What are you no. looking at? 
while we was watching, uh, there's a pigeon outside, and I've been distracted. Uh, while I was watching uh, Groundhog Day, I did think like that. Is, that has been dated. That is dated. Groundhog Day is it? Yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot. You know, if they made it now, even with the same script, it would be a lot different. Um, and I don't know. I, it's something like I, I'd like to see remade, but I wouldn't like to see it bastardized. So I don't want to see it remade. No, I don't imagine that would be a good idea. I imagine it would have to focus on, like, so many fucking, uh, so many kind of like uh, modern kind of. Like fucking quirks and shit. I, but I imagine there'd be so many people like fucking around on smartphones and they have to do like jokes about shit like that. Um, right. Well, why? Why do you say that? I don't know. They'd have to like, like the shit that people would be doing in this town. Um, I. Th- well, they just have to. Well, they'd make it more fucking modern. That's. I imagine just off the top of my head, I think that would be one of those kind of modern angles which would just make my skin fucking crawl. Right. Okay, but what? But why in particular smartphones? I mean, what? Oh no, that's just off the top of my head. They make a big deal out of smartphones. I wasn't saying that it's just smartphones. I mean, it's, it, not... it, it's, <laughs> it's very specifically like quite a few years out of date. Like, there's a bit where whoever whoever is the lead in our Groundhog Day movie is like, oh, these teenagers doing their twerking. You know what they should do? They should remake Groundhog Day, but it still has to be Bill Murray, right? So he's still trapped in this one fucking day, but it's been like 30 years like, now. But Andy McDowell has continued to age. <laughs> she's come with him, so they both repeat the same day, but he's stayed the same age, and she, but she's like 60, and he's like totally not into that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're at quite a conundrum as to what to do. And it's, it's a huge metaphor for how married life is a sham. <laughs> <or something. laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, maybe not Groundhog Day. What, what's the chat saying? You have any ideas there? Oh, I'm sure they have loads of ideas. We've got Superman in a moustache, like a 70s sock. Uh, yeah, Super, Superman but with a moustache. That would be amazing. I would, that, I would go to see that. It doesn't say remaking uh, a movie. I think he's just... I just want to see Superman <laughs> in a moustache, yeah. It would be a good look for Superman. I'm, I'm sure you can Google that. Save yourself a lot of effort. I'd like to see Superman uh, with a moustache, but his... Uh, his moustache, the bristles in his moustache are just tiny men who also have moustaches. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see Superman, but when you look closely, no, not even when you look closely, like clearly from a distance. You can see Stalin. it undulating. No, it's, it's Stalin in a cape. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just redistributing wealth and keeping a little bit for himself. Just for a Frey Bentos on the way home. <laughs> Um, well, okay. I was gonna, I was gonna um, ask you about girl with a dragon tattoo. Okay, I suppose that's the other um, another angle when it comes to remakes. I've seen a lot of that stuff that's been uh, well rewritten for, for well for foreign audiences. I suppose. Yeah, there's quite a few of those. Um, yeah, right. But what I was gonna say was uh, they have done that, but isn't artistically isn't it kind of pointless because they are almost exactly the same film. It's just they're saying. Uh, slightly different sounds from their mouths. <laughs> we, you know, they do look very similar. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that would that that description right there, I suppose, is the most autistic expla- explanation of it. Thank you. <laughs> is it uh, is it legit? No, no uh, I can kind of see. see I don't know because I've like discovered movies I like kind of through that. I've right. I've seen was it. Uh, was it quarantine was uh the kind yeah. of american remake of wreck and i found wreck through that yeah right um otherwise i wouldn't have reached me at all i don't yeah. think well not you know not for a long long time and i kind of i i say they kind of work on that regard but I've, 
the movie itself is kind of unnecessary once I've gone and seen the actual, yeah, the, the, the you know the original, I suppose. I, I'd love to see some filmmaker on on the red carpet uh, for something, you know, and it's like a four hundred million dollar movie, and they'd they'd be saying like, oh yeah, oh hello Hollywood Reporter. Uh, I just want to say to anyone watching, um, I mean, you know, th- this movie's okay, but uh, I made a movie eight years ago for like a million dollars. It's much better. <laughs> By all means, please. Yeah, it, I mean it is in Finnish, but it's much better. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know um, whether it's legitimate or not. These things do exist, and they will exist more and more. Uh, what does that say? We've got Rocky Three with an all-female cast. <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, we're going to do uh, Ghostbusters Three at some point, right? We're going to talk about that. I suppose so. Uh, I'd like to see Ghostbusters 3 made with an all-dead cast. <laughs> and it's like everyone is a ghost. And uh, there is no busting at all. <laughs> it's just called ghost. It's called ghost loitering. Ghost, ghost litter. Well, they're not even menaces at all. It's just it's just lounging. It's a really lazy movie. Or, it, yeah, the theme song is, I am afraid of ghosts. Goodbye. <laughs> Hot chocolate. never recovered. Well, okay, one thing I was going to say, uh, and this is... Um, this is a, a great segue into talking about jock straps. I'd like to see a remake of Zardoz. Yeah, yeah. I think someone like um, someone has said that. Yeah. Um, tell tell people what Zardoz is. Oh, it's difficult to explain. Uh, it's a '70s sci-fi movie starring a naked Sean Connery, and it just kind of he's not know, quite naked. Uh, almost naked. Uh, I mean, almost naked is not an exaggeration, is it? It's frighteningly naked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so what would you do with a remake? Are you just going to close Sean Connery, or you really want to take it down? I don't think Sean Connery would be in it. <laughs> <laughs> we wrench him out of retirement. It's funny, it? isn't it? After Zardoz and everything, you know, it was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that made him quit acting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Zardoz, okay, Zardoz, Jai Courtney in a jockstrap. <laughs> So uh, all this shitting on Jai Courtney, I think it's, uh, you know, the maiden doth protest too much. I think you've got quite a little bit of a sweet spot for him, <laughs> particularly if you want to get him in a jockstrap. You can't make movies now without being political. Or, you know, you can't make movies without having some sort of political message. Or, you know, it's like in the Planet of the Apes, like, oh, we've got to, got to build that wall. Have you seen that? The War for the Planet of the Apes? No, I haven't seen that yet. You no, know, the, well, there's a line in that, and it's kind of like, oh. And it's not... It's not important at all that they no. build this wall. Well, anyway, I was thinking... Something that's going to horrifically date the movie. In Zardoz, years. President Donald Trump's head as Zardoz's head. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, really shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be excellent? Yeah, I mean... Well, well, I'm just letting that image sink in a little bit. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, and, and the teeth that you can see through his mouth, the uh, the... Supreme Court justices. <laughs> Very metaphorical. <laughs> I'm an auteur, don't you know? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. What do you think of Zardoz? Because I did watch it after I'd seen it with you. And um, and it's it, it's one of those brilliant films which has like loads of ideas, but also it's kind of boring at times. Yeah. I, uh... Do you remember the bit where the guy's like, when they're like trying to put a hex on him? And it was, it's just really if bad no, acting. If, if you're just... listening to this and you haven't seen Zardoz, this must sound very weird, but it's a very weird movie. <laughs> Do you not remember it? Like, they're trying to trying to get into his brain and he's, like, going... Whoa. And it's one of the worst acting scenes I've ever seen in my life. I don't I don't quite remember. I've got to be honest, a lot of that, that evening kind of is a bit of a blur. The Zardoz, the yeah. Sean Connery evening. Yes. <laughs> he gets progressively less clothed. 
Oh dear. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, Zardoz is one of those films that they, you know, no one's ever going to remake it unless it comes from some eccentric billionaire's slush fund. You know, no studio is ever going to do a remake of Zardoz. Well, yeah, I kind of feel like Zardoz in itself was a bit of a vanity piece for... For Borman. Was it Borman? Yeah. I would say for Sean Connery, because he just, well... It's the first thing Sean Connery did after... Um, was it Bond? After Bond, yeah. All right, okay. Apparently, yeah. And he drove himself. Did you know that? He dro- he drove instead of like having a driver. He drove himself around right, in, okay. in his car, you know, from set and stuff, from right. the hotel to the set. And he said to the director, um, <laughs> he said to the you director, take that to the bank. No, he said we'll split what we'll save fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guy who's done millions in his bank. <laughs> so he didn't save the production any money at all. Any suggestions in the chat? Oh, we've got more, loads of Zardov stuff here. Someone says it should be directed by Michael Bay, featuring Shire. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be and and like it completely misses the point. Like, the, it's just a Transformer movie, but the Transformers are made out of stone. <laughs> with Zardos with Shire as himself as well, <laughs> and he's an actor. He, he he's an actor, and and he thinks that when he sees Zardos, he's gone properly mad. <laughs> when he sees Donald Trump's head barreling down on him slowly, <laughs> Donald Trump, and and but in this version, like the the head is like five hundred feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> like the first twenty minutes is that same protracted shot, but they really draw it out so you get a real sense of scale. Like yeah. it approaches from miles and miles, from away, miles away until yeah. you can see nothing, no discernible detail of this head as it there's a shadow. <laughs> it completely engulfs him. It just eclipses you. Uh, yeah. Oh, what else? Uh, Some said the deer hunter, which, which is um... the deer hunter. Would you would you want to see that? I don't know. I can kind of see what. Uh... I I can definitely see how you could have something like that. You know, talking about more modern wars. <laughs> Someone's here saying American Beauty with Kevin Spacey again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Oh, you could do a lot with Ke- Kevin Spacey. Oh my cast. god! I think we should remake Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah. I, well, I'm trying to think of remakes for Kevin Spacey now. I was thinking earlier of doing. You could have. Um, you could. You could have uh, Tim Allen as Han Solo, Tim Allen as Chewbacca, and Tim <laughs> Allen as R two D two in a remake of the Three Amigos. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any particular fondness for The Three Amigos, so I don't think you can really do it didn't do any a, bad. Did they do a sequel to that? I don't know. Uh, four, four Amigos. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they haven't remade Airplane. I'm surprised they haven't remade Naked Gun. No, no, no. Um, what have we got here? Someone's saying the usual suspects again with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is all of the suspects. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Spacey and Lolita. <laughs> Kevin Spacey as Lolita. Doing his own toenails. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's interesting as well, because obviously Lolita, um, you know, when it... Uh, the black and white version um, with uh, Mason, uh, that was really shocking when it came out. And then the one with, um, oh, sorry, his did, name. Did they did a, a more modern reboot? Yeah, they did with Jeremy Irons. I haven't seen that. He's really into the little girl he's meant to be into, which is kind of, it's good, but it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. 
Um, it's much more kind of overt than the the earlier one, but it 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 kind of doesn't work because it's like people. It's it's less shocking. People know that this stuff goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely, yeah. I definitely like Kevin Spacey as, um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of Kevin Spacey talking. Is there? Is there? Yeah. There's... Just remake a movie where Kevin Spacey is everyone. Is everyone. <laughs> um, you could do the moon. Do you remember Moon? What the oh, what's his name now? Was it the, that's the Duncan Jones thing, right? Right. With Sam Rockwell. That's right. And and all those clones of Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Or whatever they are. You could do that, but everyone is like it's Kevin Spacey. You think the next clone is going to be Kevin Spacey, but then it's Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> and then it's Louis C.K. <laughs> and then, you know, then it's someone else. What did Louis C.K. do? Uh, he was um. He f- <laughs> he came in a plant pot. No, that was Harvey Weinstein. He, he got his cock out in front of some people. Right, okay. Different people at different times. Right, okay. Well, in a sexual way, just an aggressive way. Like, get the fuck back! I think it's always a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can get your cock out in front of somebody and say, well, I... Never mind. Don't I don't know. Maybe if I'm getting mugged, if I just like suddenly whip my dick out and be like, "Yeah, back off, bitch." Yeah, I mean, I think that's that would probably work. But you're taking a great risk <laughs> if you get your cock out, aren't you? Because you know, if 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 that person isn't fooling around, that's the first thing they're going to cut off. Yeah, mm. I clearly haven't thought this through. What about if you just screamed? <laughs> when you have you ever been mugged? No. Okay, no. Neither, neither have I, but I just imagine if you just scream. <laughs> that would work for you, Damien. Just be the little, the biggest bitch you can. Biggest, loudest bitch. You'll be absolutely fine. Do the Larry David thing and fall over. <laughs> and that's pretend to be having a heart attack. Um. Okay, well, if you if they did a, a remake of, of Die Hard, seriously, if they did a remake of Die Hard, what would they, what would they, what would they do? Well, I mean, I th- you you were talking to me at some point. Uh, they, there's going to be like a younger John McClane kind of franchise coming up. Yeah, young John, <laughs> <laughs> little John, little John. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, doesn't really quite, the brand recognition doesn't really kind of yeah. carry over. <laughs> Why has he got a bow and arrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how could they make that work? They couldn't, could they? No. Uh, well, we're going to find out because it's on its way. Um, I'm sure it's going to be fucking saccharine, whatever it is. He'll be a beat cop. Or, um, oh, I, don't, oh, I don't know. He's a beat cop. Well, I didn't mean that. No, I meant a remake of Die Hard. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I just... Oh. Yeah, there's that dead air. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have anything? I have nothing right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Well... Um, well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to th- trying to think of like the most ludicrous, but also kind of possible remake because Die Hard is definitely one. Um, I mean, I guess you know, kind of what they're doing now is they're, they're doing soft reboots, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of remakes, so, you know that that was the whole Prometheus thing. Um, so what's what's the next step? What's the next thing that you can soft reboot? It's obviously Police Academy. <laughs> it's obviously Police Academy, and it's obviously T.J. Hooker, and it's obviously T.J. Hooker, and it's obviously Tech War. <laughs> do you know what tech war is i do know what tech war is i haven't what, read it though what, oh no you haven't read no, it i haven't read it no well, the children Let's... have to learn about tech war at some point 
Tell us what Tech War is. Oh, it's some kind of, well, it's a sci-fi novel by, written by William Shatner, isn't it? Right, okay. So I've only, obviously I haven't read it either, but uh, from, the, from the bio that I read about it, it is an attempt by William Shatner to combine the worlds of Star Trek and TJ Hooker. <laughs> and they, they, the both right, you know, the, the executive producers of those shows must have just met in a car park one day and said, "So we're going to let him do it, yeah, keep, keep <laughs> yeah, him happy. It. Is this going to, is this going to affect our bottom line? No." <laughs> yeah, well, I imagine at that point, fucking William Shatner was just, well, getting away with all fucking all sorts. Shatner, the early years, you could re- remake Shatner. I'm surprised they're, well, they're kind of doing that with Star Trek. Well, they're definitely, yeah, they're, they're definitely of course they've already yeah. fucking done what I'm thinking. Um, oh, fucking yeah. No attempt to do it with TJ Hooker. No attempt would ever be made, surely, to do Star Wars Episode Four. Oof. I knew how that would be sacrilege. <laughs> and like you've got J.J. Abrams there, he's like, yeah, I've always wanted to do like Star Wars Four. Like, yeah, if it was good, how long would he be alive? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, the, the, you know, the the fan base isn't that isn't that fucking threatening or you know, kind of uh, you know regimented or assembled. But for this, they fucking make an exception. Yeah. Um, oh, something was on the tip of my fucking tongue, and I've forgotten it now. Who? Okay, now. Who was on the tip of what? Oh, I see what you did there. Gay mm. jokes. Very good. <laughs> it doesn't have to be gay. <laughs> you made it gay. Yeah, I brought the, I brought my own baggage. Didn't have to be a human one, being. Anything could be on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Um. Hmm. What? What? What are the suggestions? Uh, da, da, da. Uh, da, da, da. Fucking hell! All right. Okay. How about da, 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 da. Battlefield Earth? Oh, I actually, uh, I actually watched quite a bit of Battlefield Earth the other day. That's the uh, John Travolta thing, right? That is the John Travolta thing where everything is a Gilliam Cam angle. <laughs> um, and it is uh. I mean, why would you want that to be remade? It's it's brilliant. It is a beautiful work of art. Oh, someone's sure. here saying Lawnmower Man. Tons of potential. Yeah, d- yeah, it definitely did have t- tons of potential. But they should d- they should also keep the really retro yeah. CGI. <laughs> you know. Oh, I always quite I I quite like seeing stuff like that um, when people used to imagine what virtual reality would look like in the nineties and or now. Uh, now it's a little bit more impressive, but I mean, it's quite it's 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 lovely to see what like computers were cap- capable of, or, like the high end when they were doing that kind of shit. Right. I know what you mean. What was the thing we saw where um, they dig into the center of the Earth? Oh, uh, the core. The core with Aaron Eckhart and some Stanley Tucci and some, yeah. some other fucking and shit. That, and that's bizarrely from like the mid two thousands or something, and and the graphics in that are like. Like lawnmower man. Yeah, it was like kind of shocking when they get through the uh, get through the crust, and it looks like everything's kind of rendered on a PS2. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> built with Sony. Oh, well, they could have fucking bankrolled the fucking thing. You never know. <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I'd quite like to see that remade. Um, someone mentioned earlier the Elephant Man. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like the Elephant Man a lot, but I always thought it was let down a little bit by. It's prosthetics. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just I thought it was a bit too. Well, an elephant man, where it's all uh, <laughs> John McClane mall cop. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So what they do? What elephant man? But this time, you know, Rambo, been... the gardening centre years. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go on. 
Um, they dispense with practical effects at all. It's all entirely CGI. That's a really offensive fucking remake. But it's not good. It like doesn't move properly and all of that. <laughs> it's like not re- like the lighting's not rendered properly because like they don't even use like a stand-in or anything like that to to kind of mock up the effects. It's all entirely generated, right? Right. And um, and the worst thing is, is they they did all this and then they realized, oh wait a minute, we filmed the actor with a mustache. And we don't want him to have a mustache. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so you've got to CG out the mustache. <laughs> so we might as well build from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, actually, his, his, yeah, his skin tone's all wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, you know, someone was saying... Well, what are you looking at? Ah, someone says road trip. You're getting sucked into the chat. Yeah, a little bit. Don't look. There's no way back. <laughs> if you look into the chat, they will look into you. <laughs> My eyes. We've got 101 Dalmatian, but the runtime is just people collecting dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Deliverance with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we've got ourselves a theme. Oh, dear. Oh, someone said that they live. I think that would that, that, be a pretty good remake. Yeah, no, actually, that's a really good... Um, yeah, that, that's a really good idea because, again, They Live. They Live is one of those movies, and I, I don't want to shit on it because I know a lot of people like it, and I like it. It it's, had a great concept, but I think... I, it's one of those movies that like passed me by, and I only saw it a few years ago, and I thought, how have I not seen this? This sounds brilliant. So this guy puts on sunglasses, and he can see what the world is, and the world is billboards telling you to consume and obey and... Yeah, and in fact, the world is run by these aliens who have infiltrated human society, and they've made it kind of super capitalist, exploit everything. And then you watch it, and it's very eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... I, I mean, it just completely kind of lost wood uh, towards the end of the movie when he just kind of has to go to a TV station and blow up a. Right. I don't know. I felt like it's one of those uh, movies that should have just had a completely despondent e- ending where right. there's just no winning. Um, yeah, like in, in The Body Snatchers, I think in all of them, really, they, they they really get home this idea that, you know, you are utterly powerless now. Like, like you know, every second, you know, thousands of people are becoming one of us. And I think in, in They Live, they didn't do that. <laughs> Santa with muscles with Kevin Spacey. What's Santa with muscles? Is that the one? With That's Hulk the Hulk Hogan, Hogan movie. Yeah, yeah right. We actually watched that, didn't we? All of it. Yeah, and I couldn't tell you anything, anything about that fucking. I remember movie. it being very, very cheaply made. <laughs> deal or no deal, but it's a psychodrama. It, it already is, isn't it? <laughs> we're, we're watching a man pretend to have a conversation with someone on a telephone. <laughs> Are we not? Yeah. We're just watching Noel Edmonds just descend into complete madness. Deal like the or... real, the, the reveal is that there's never been anybody in that studio with him. Deal or no deal, but it's Kevin Spacey and it's all filmed in the bottom of a nuclear bunker and the people who win get to live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and someone mentioned uh, Soylent Green as well. I, I think that could kind of... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd I, rather... feel, I, mean, I think I mean, you can get away with it with the right kind of treatment, but... I'd rather I'd rather they made so Soylent Green is based on a book called Make Room Make Room, which I actually have on my shelf there, and it's it's pretty good. And in Make Room Make Room, uh, they don't mention Soylent Green. I think they mention it, but it's not, you know, it's not part of the story, and it's not, you know, Soylent Green as people. It's nothing mm-hmm. like that. Um, 
So I, I would kind of prefer that they made uh, a film based on that book than remade Soylent Green. Because, yeah, Soylent Green is very 70s, but I also think it it fits for what it is. It, so what I'm saying is it's dated, but it still works, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see what you mean. Um, and just the kind of aesthetic of the 80s film stock and everything and the, the filters they've used and stuff, it's it's so sweaty. I love Soylent Green. Mm, yeah. So- <laughs> What? Um, what was it? Just keep said... reading this text and laughing at it. <laughs> you have to share. No, I'll keep it to myself. Um, someone said network as well. That was really. Oh yeah, that was a good idea. That would be that would be great. You that could definitely do with uh, a modernization. I mean, you know, I think if you made any film and it was, it was in somehow something to do with fake news, I think that'd be quite interesting. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm still kind of. Uh, sifting through this and there's just a lot of fucking spacey talk now uh, yeah okay <laughs> it's kind of down the rabbit hole a little bit um I don't know, someone said brazil brazil would be fun i don't know why do you, but why do you need to remake that um i don't know i don't, I don't think you you i keep forgetting that we're talking we have about to call it like portugal or something <laughs> Um, I keep forgetting that we're talking about remakes we'd like to see made, not ones that could actually happen. Yeah, they already remade Brazil. It's called B-Movie. <laughs> because I'm sure they use the same fucking music. <laughs> yeah. I watched, like, Ants again for the first time in years, it, and it's, yeah. a, it's almost the same fucking music as well. Is it? Yeah, it was kind of shocking. I didn't... Rec- I kind of I did a bit of a double take when I uh, can you can you give us an impression? Absolutely of... not going to do that. What was it going to say? <laughs> Who, what was it going to say? What was he gonna say? What was what was I gonna say? I can't remember. Um, talking about Brazil. No, what was it? Who was the person I was gonna ask you to do an impression of? Fucking Christopher Walken. Oh right, okay. Why? Who did you think it was? I thought you were gonna say do an impression of the music, start singing down the. No, do an impression of Christopher Walken because he's the main character in that, right? And Woody Allen. Oh. Woody Allen and Christopher Walken in Ants. What the fuck? What a time to be alive. Yeah. Well, are you? What I was kind of shocked was I kind of forgot that fucking Stallone was in that fucking movie as well. It's Bobilos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, give us your Christopher Walken impression. I know it's really good. It's, I, no, man, I can't do it. I don't do Is that it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. I just affect a stroke, you know, a minor stroke, and that's how I do my impressions. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear mine? Okay, go on. Mm, doctor. He's <laughs> watching my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Special nipple. <laughs> with the hand. Yeah, sorry. It's, a, it's with my hand. I don't know. What about? Uh, okay, all right. Never mind. He's probably keep the gesturing to a minimum, minimum since this is a theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they could remake ants. They could, what about Bugs Life? How come that never spawned a fucking sequel? Well, I'm sure it's on its way. How can you, it's been like twenty years? Yeah, but I mean, there's a huge fucking leap, you know, gap between Toy Story two and three, and they're doing The Incredibles now after like fifteen years. Are they all grown up then, or are they the I same? I have absolutely no idea. I was going to say this are the same size. <laughs> it's The Incredibles babies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm <laughs> maybe maybe die maybe Die Hard, but like instead of John McClane, it's Alexi Sale. <laughs> there must be like three people watching this yeah I mean the whole, I was about to commend you on that Paul because that that came out of fucking nowhere I have not heard that name in years 
Oh dear. Fucking hell. Is he still alive? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> Is he still alive? Dot com. Um, I was thinking that they could uh, they could remake Titanic. There's many <laughs> many different ones. <laughs> <laughs> there's a twist it doesn't sink because <laughs> there's a film called titanic 2 and it's produced by um oh fucking hell i want to say mark sloan who's the guy who plays chim chimney dick van dyke dick van dyke it's produced by him and his son right okay it was on the sci-fi channel i watched it about 10 years ago on the sci-fi <laughs> channel and it is just the most atrocious thing i mean what I, what happens in that that it, ship there's a there's a, a ship called Titanic 2. Oh, for fuck's sakes, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and the, sh- the ship is CGI, and there's a bit where the ship is in, like, a huge mass of water, but you can see the box of water. Do you know what I mean? It's, oh, right, They haven't okay. got it to the they edge haven't... of the screen. Incom- it, yeah, it's incomplete, yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. And oh. Sci-Fi Channel were like, oh, this looks great. Wait a minute, Dick Van Dyke's name is on this. Yeah, and then notorious for pumping out all kinds of fucking dirge as well. Mm-hmm. Well, if it fell through their fucking net, oh, damn, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. One day we really will be talking about what era of Spider-Man was the best. Which I think Sp- they're already doing that. Yeah, they're already already doing that. It's like James Bond all over again. Oof. But that is different, isn't it? Well, James Bond. Yeah, well, they're not remakes, but they are. Yeah, it's like Doctor Who, isn't it? It's different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of make it something different every time. Yeah. And they want, what was it? What was it? Was it George Lazenby? Like he, he did like one Bond when he was like, he was kind of really kind of PC and like respected women, all this kind of stuff. And it was immediately panned. We're like, we're never doing this again. It's we. Oh, Timothy Dalton, I think it was. Bond sorry. is all about hating women. I mean, there's definitely some kind of, uh, arguably some kind of overtone. Like but that. he's not a misogynist. He's he's just got this thing in his mind where, like, for some reason, like he was battered over the head by a monkey wrench, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fucking communists!" But when he says communist, he that now in his That's mind his he, he visualizes a woman. For some reason, like he like he looks at Lenin, and he's like, "Fucking women." <laughs> the two are crossed in his brain. Who would play Bond doing that? What? What do you mean by that? Like tribbing? Who would, <laughs> who would play Bond in that film? Um, where, um, mm. Fucking hell. Yeah, silence. Yeah, I know, right? Alexi um, Sale, obviously. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai! <laughs> He's not in enough films. I just, yeah. <laughs> he needs a resurgence. He was in the fucking Teletubbies for a while, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same hat. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, well, what does the chat say? Oh. So Mel Gibson is born. That's actually pretty good. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um yeah, Mel, Mel Gibson definitely needs so to be... So says John Malkovich, that's fucking... What, as Bond? Yeah. That'd be awesome. And and it is just, it's like a super realistic Bond. He just sits outside of people's houses for days on end and then nabs them and says, I'm arresting you under the Anti-Terrorism Act. <laughs> that's all it is. He, yeah, It's a horrible existence, but he is protecting the state. <laughs> 
It's not really one to watch either. Denim Elliot as the Bond girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for 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 a second there, it actually had weight, and then (laughs) completely, completely melted away. Well, John, I think John Malkovich would be a wonderful Bond. Uh, I think he would also be a wonderful Harry Potter. He's just great as anything. Um, But isn't John Malkovich too old? I would say so. But somebody was saying fucking Tom Waits as Bond. <gasps> yes, and he just and he just goes into hotel rooms and blows people away. <laughs> it's just really fucking savage Bond. Yeah, to- I completely agree. And there's like there's like a woman he meets at a bar, and she's really hot, and you know she's the Russian agent, and she's going to seduce Bond, and she puts uh, it, her hand on his martini and says something like, "Can I get you a new one?" And as soon as she puts his hat, puts her hand on it, he just smacks it away. He's like, "Don't touch my drink!" <laughs> <laughs> like thirty percent of this movie is just footage of of Bond like freebasing in his hotel room. <laughs> it's just Bond. Got, Bond's got the shakes. He's, he's like he's he's putting a wire. T- it's very banal. There's no there's no like uh, you know there's no villain or anything. It's, it's just like Bond has to complete a se- series of simple. Day to day chores. <laughs> Bond is a telecommunications worker who has to rewire somebody's house. <laughs> who would be Q? Oh, if we got Tom Waits, uh... oh, I'd be, obviously be Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be a great. He'd be a great Q. Yeah, I was going to say Les Claypool actually. Were you? Yeah. Okay. I think Dizzy Rascal's better. Yeah, more people, I guess, would get there because it would be like, uh, oh, uh, Q. So is this? How did you come up with this pen that is also a, a laser that can shoot planes out of the sky and also brush my teeth? And it'll be like, I'm bonkers! <laughs> That's it. That's what he says. That's what he says, yeah. And then he, Tom Waits is just fucking... He down. Bond is shit-faced at this point, so as soon as he hands the pen that's exploded, like he gets halfway through the movie, completely blows his head off his fucking shoulders. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. So this, this, this Bond film, there's actually 20 actors playing Bond. It's about how they all accidentally kill themselves. <laughs> about how they're reborn every 20 minutes. What about Michael Palin as Bond? <laughs> just really charming. It's just, he's very charming. He just tricks people. <laughs> oh, naughty. It, again, I, I've got this vision of Bond and he just works at the embassy. <laughs> he's this kind of old, bespeckled man. <laughs> bespeckled? <laughs> Very congenial, just working away at his computer. <laughs> it's important work. Yes, yeah, but no. we never see it. I mean, this is what the name of the game is in 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 this day and age, you know. Oh, um, do you know what I watched the other day? Again, I didn't watch all of it. I watched one of the movies about Julian Assange, the one with uh, Benedict Cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, so cheap, but I love that. Someone, uh, there was a bit where they were doing some hacking or something. And someone said, oh, just watch this. And they turned the sound off. Right, okay. And it was just like watching Benedict Cumberbatch like check his Facebook page. It was so boring. Oh, really? I, I've not got a point. I just wanted to say. <laughs> Isn't hacking hard to make exciting? <laughs> so I imagine the music was like... There's a lot of keyboard stuff, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How would you make that exciting? Well, hacking. Yeah. Well, they usually have... I always quite loved, like, the plush animations they always have when you see hackers hacking. Right. It's just completely... I mean, it's from like strings I, of numbers. Yeah. I love it when someone looks at like like thousands of white numbers on a black screen that are moving far too quickly to see, and they're like, oh, it's been encrypted. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? 
<laughs> can you can you decrypt it? Well, it's a Russian decryption. It'll take me twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. I, I I always quite hated some of the fucking gadgets you'd see. So I remember there was one, and was it Die Hard Four, right? And you've got fucking Justin Long's there, and he's got his. When everything has gone down, he's just like, oh, I've got my phone here. Press a button. I can drop a. Yeah. He's just I like I can I can do this this that shit this that and the other and it's like, I can drop a satellite out of a, out of fucking orbit. I, I mean, I'm, you know, there's hypothetically but it's just this, uh, you can see people they've just got like this phone right and they've just taped like an extra battery to the back so now it's a super thing that <laughs> runs faster than you know your average mac it's like yeah da, 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 da. all right i've done this i'm into the pentagon now <laughs> always see shit like that a well, bond should turn something in to q it should be you know oh uh, well thank you for the mobile phone but I, I had a problem with it you know i needed it to to hack into a russian tank to shoot down a, a russian aircraft or something and you know he gives it to Q and Q's like, don't do that with my shit. You're not fucking MacGyver. You never will be MacGyver. You never will be double O MacGyver. There's a lot of like, a lot of dead time between the two of them. He just stares him down after like 30 seconds. He slowly paces over, slaps it out of his hands, stamps it down. Get out. <laughs> I think I think hacking should be it should be Benedict Cucumbers and he's he's like okay so I'm hacking into whatever I'm hacking into the the mainframe. They seem to say that a lot. I'm hacking into the mainframe, and uh, I've got this hacking tool on it. It's going to be about three minutes, so uh, just come with me as the camera pans over to the bathroom, and as I have a thunderous wank. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to do is press enter. That's how you hack, by the way. It's just Kevin Smith sat at a table eating Cheetos, waiting for his encryption tool to finish working. <laughs> There's something very hackery about Cheetos, I think. <laughs> Isn't there? And any of those kind of, yeah, I'd, I'd say, kind of snacks w- works well, I think. If it turns your fingers orange, you probably shouldn't be eating it <laughs> or fingering it. Like, that's why Kevin Smith had to fucking wait, because his keyboard is jammed with cheese dust. <laughs> and cum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come and, work at the, come and work at the Genius Bar, they said. <laughs> Got a computer degree. <laughs> it must just be. We've had this conversation before. It, you know, fixing computers. Why are we talking about fixing computers? Fixing computers must just be cleaning cum out of keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> How horrendous. Yeah, if you're just joining us. Oh, dear. Uh, well, I don't know. I I seem to remember DEFCON. Do you remember DEFCON? No, it, I don't know DEFCON. Def- no, sorry, that. War, ga- sorry, war games. Def- yeah, war games, yeah. Um, with, um, what's the, yeah, I know his name, fucking Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I want to say Adrian Brody. No, it's Matthew, uh, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Yeah, right. Adrian Brody is the guy in the piano. Yeah, yeah, in the piano. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a man who plays my piano for me from the inside. Um, I seem to remember the hacking in that wasn't dull because they didn't show it. But I, I might be mis. It's been a long time since I've seen. I that. don't remember it being about. Oh, I suppose it was, was hacking. I'd like to see that remade. I think someone did actually mention that in the chat earlier. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought that yeah that that could be because uh... I think I think they could remake that but m- make it much darker. I mean, there's there's the bit where uh, Whopper, Whopper the computer, W O P O W O P R, where it says, "Shall we play a game? How about a nice game of chess?" But it's talking about nuclear war, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think it could have been. I'm not criticizing it, but I'd I'd kind of like to see. That done way more sinister. 
Yeah, I do. But, uh, like, it's not an AI that... It's not Skynet. It's not trying to destroy humanity. It's just a computer program that you cannot fucking stop now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the idea, but I, I think... It, it would have to be like somewhat of a like period piece. I think if you said it in modern, yeah, it's it's set it's in set... Jane Austen times. Yeah, no, it's... like so, you know, like straight off, not long after the Cold War or something. You like can do that. it now. No, I guess not. Because uh, like the premise, like yeah, this kid is just pissing around on his laptop, and suddenly he's in the you know he's in the fucking war room now. Yeah, but it was a Dell. <laughs> it was a Packard Bell. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, Hewlett Packard. He's in the war room now, yeah. <laughs> and what's it, George Carson? Do you remember him? George guy? C. Scott, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, what's his name's dad from Modern Family? Oh, uh, I, he didn't... I don't know. I, I, we just thought George C. Scott. He's, who, who's... The, the bald guy who's the general in War Games. Oh, uh, right. Uh, what's his name? Well, anyway, I don't, anyway. really sidetracked on that, yeah. I'd like to see him walking around with a cup of, cup of tea but like not completely like this is a new computer like someone who is a technical person they always seem to kind of miss that like when when, when they have these war rooms and stuff in these in these movies it's always kind of like a general and then he's talking to a scientist and it's like well what does that mean doctor like i'm pretty sure the general you would put in charge of that would be like the general from the fucking it division yeah do you know what i mean they'd know a bit Surely. I think you know, yeah, they get the report right, from some you know IT tech. It's like, yeah, some kid has has uh, is hack, ha- hacked into our mainframe, <laughs> and he's playing a game with it. And like the guy says, that does that. No, that's not how that works at all. And completely, completely ignores it. And and like the nuclear apocalypse has brought him just through gross negligence. <laughs> just after that, he thinks, all right, fine, it must be wrong. Maybe it's an error. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> I mean, how could a kid? We're talking about a kid breaking hacking into our computers. You must be fucking nuts. Right, yeah, it, yeah. It should be something like, uh, "What's what's wrong?" Uh, there's this kid who's hacked into our computers. Who's responsible for security? Uh, I am. Take this man outside and shoot him. <laughs> but it's the same report every ten minutes. Yeah, it's a different it's a story about a firing squad. <laughs> um, I'd like to see something where someone walks in and it's it's hacking. Maybe it's not hacking. Maybe it's just one of those mission control centers. You know, they've got the satellites and everything. You know, and it's kind of like, yeah, here's the. Here's Bourne. We're, we're tracking Bourne. And then the, for, the, for the guy who's in charge of it to come in and say, turn the fucking lights on. Why would it be that dark? <laughs> you can have the lights on a bit. It doesn't have to be sheen. You know. Mm. <laughs> Muy terrible. Muy terrible. I think we've just got a super chat. Do you want to read that? Uh, I didn't see that. Where's that? I didn't see that. Hang on. Somewhere. Uh, yeah. Searching... Someone says, uh, thoughts on Natalie Portman's acting rage. We've got Maniac uh, Cop, Timely Choice. Thoughts on Natalie Portman's acting rage. Oh, so, yeah, someone's rage. rage. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, three make with Kevin Spacey as Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Max and Paddy? Yes, yeah. Do you remember the bit with the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory there? No, I don't remember so, that yet. So Paddy does porn. And he's going to do Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the porn parody. Right, okay. And, he, he, and he's there and he's wearing like the, the, the top, top hat, hat and like a little waistcoat or something. And he jumps in and it's like seven black dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just rings a bell. Um, okay, Natalie Portman. Uh, I think she's a great Dior spokesman. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's about it really. Uh, um, the, I mean, I, I see Natalie Portman on TV all the time doing the Dior stuff. That's pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see. It's, I'd say Leon was 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 very impressive, but I, I, after that, I've just seen her kind of in almost kind of well, consistently kind of weaker kind of victim roles, really. 
already playing it, playing it off that kind of way. I've never. What did you think of her in Black Swan? I think I thought it was good, but I think that was just kind of playing to her strengths a little bit. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Hmm. I think the way that. Um, sorry. Who who asked that? Uh, da, 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 that was Rick Sanchez. <laughs> I think the, I think that's a good 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 question from Rick because the range is the question because she can definitely act, but you know, does she have a range? I don't know. Well, I think it's been uh, choice. Wonder, of... Why does Shatner's range? <laughs> Maybe. I think that's you're speaking euphemistically, surely. I don't know. You know, I always thought that Natalie Portman would be someone who would kind of not disappear, like you wouldn't hear anything from her, but she'd kind of fly under the radar for a few years, and then she'd do a, a film, you know, kind of when she's in her forties, and it would be amazing. I could see that. Yeah. I could. See, yeah, and everyone's like, "Where did this come from? This is amazing." Yeah, I, I, I could see that. You just have to wait for it, though. I think. Right. <laughs> Black Swan could have been that, but. Yeah, well, like you say, I think I think maybe maybe people just thought, well, she's good in Black Swan, but as you said, it's very it's, it's kind of comfortable mm-hmm. Portman territory, yeah, sort of thing. Uh, so I, I, one more kind of mention here. Someone said uh, Memento with uh-huh. Kevin Spacey. Remember the, remembering the last thirty years, <laughs> and it ends with him killing himself, <laughs> or rather starts. <laughs> it starts with him killing himself. Didn't you say you watched Memento forwards? Yeah, I remember my dad was raving about it at the time. And uh, it used to be, it was back when uh, DVDs had like Easter eggs and stuff like that. Um, And it was like this hidden, yeah, this hidden thing um, on one of the menus if you timed it right. Yeah. And uh, if you, what it was, was the movie played in chronological order. Yeah. After my dad had been raving about it. So I sat down and watched that first. And uh, like, my dad was it was it was kind of very kind of bog standard I seem to remember. Um Yeah, you t- you said that to me, but I I mean, yeah. It's bit it, it was meant to be played. It wasn't meant to be played like that. Yeah, no, but, but I was kind of wondering if it, uh it's if it was kind of down to direction or just like someone in editing said, you know, we've got this great idea if we do it this like this this and this. Oh, you mean you mean it was done to save the film? I, I don't think that no, in, I in hindsight. Because I, when I, when I wasn't that familiar with Nolan at that point, so I thought maybe this was... Just, I mean, it was a really interesting idea. It's something mm-hmm. that you could very easily see came up at the last minute, really. Um, but yeah, well, obviously with um, Nolan's, you know, movies from then on, I could kind of see that, you know, this was guy that was clearly kind of on his shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's that, um, what's that movie with Adam Sandler where he's, he's with a woman and she forget she... Her her memory is wiped at the end of the day. Yeah, that's uh, fifty first dates. Fifty first dates. I mean, okay, again, nothing to do with anything. Is that not kind of rapey? It is a little bit rapey. Yeah, kind of maybe maybe you should go to bed with her, like after you know, kind of you know, saying, "Oh, I'm your boyfriend," and then maybe you should sleep on the fucking floor, mate, or something, or on yeah. the you know, and be like, "Okay, don't freak out, I'm your boyfriend." Yeah, well, that was a lot of the fucking that was a lot of the fucking comic beats in that movie. I seem to remember being like thrown out of fucking bed, and like woof, woof, woof. she's terrified. You yeah, know, you, she, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's got a towel over his fucking bits, and he's like, "Don't you? Oh, what, what's this all? What's this all about? <laughs> this isn't cricket. <laughs> what a terrible thing to happen!" Oh, Adam Sandler. Oh. Uh, I'd like to see uh, everything Adam Sandler has ever made remade by. Like a, an exquisitely skilled filmmaker. <laughs> now, who would you go for with that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Guillermo del Toro as um, 
is Adam Sandler. Hang on, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought then. I don't know, who are you thinking? Well, uh, to direct? No, I was thinking of who's, who's Adam Sandler. But yes, we could talk about who to direct. Well, you said Guillermo del Toro. I, I, I immediately went Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. No, um, there was sorry, there was someone I was thinking of, but uh, it's gone. How about uh, how about Fazbender from Frank? Have you seen that film? I have seen that. Yeah. Doesn't Frank look like Adam Sandler? <laughs> A little I'm bit. Kind of seen that yet? Yeah, A little yeah. bit. <laughs> Wider range. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Anything in the anything in the chart? Uh, da, 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 da. There's a lot. It's people. Uh, people mentioned Logan's Run a few times. They'd like to see uh, see remade. I'd love to see Logan's Run re- remade as well. Someone said Guillermo del Toro re- uh, remakes Little Nicky. <gasps> yes, that's not a bad idea. That's actually. a great idea. Yeah, I could definitely. <sighs> Someone said Gaspar Noe should be directing the fucking Adam Sandler stuff. Adam Sandler's life. <laughs> Gaspar Noe does the Cobbler. And it's all just an out-of-body experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just Adam Sandler realising he died. Yeah. <laughs> he had a massive stroke when he put those shoes on. <laughs> they were, them were some stroke shoes. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, well, okay, little Nicky. Would you would you still have Harvey Keitel in there? Oh, I, I, yeah. You but go. he would be selling you direct insurance. <laughs> Oh fucking hell! That Winston bullshit was was atrocious. But still on. I know. <laughs> it started three years ago. Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was tw- 2014. Yeah. Hell. I don't know. Maybe not now. I can't. I so can't. It, for anyone who doesn't know, in the UK, uh, there are adverts on all the time, commercials on all the time, with Harvey Keitel playing Winston Wolf, and he's selling insurance. Yeah, but it's for like this really kind of dubious, kind of like. I don't think it. It's direct line. It's not dubious. Is it? Yeah. Is it direct line? Yeah. I thought it was something like uh, Go Compare or something like that. No. All right. Okay. The opera singers Go Compare. I thought they retired that. That fat fuck. (laughs) No, I don't think so. How could you retire him? He is surely he is everything that company offers. (laughs) Well, I mean, he kind of I imagine like quadrupled their fucking presence. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that meerkat thing. I, I. Yeah. Well, I think that in and of itself has become like a toy franchise that's quite stable in and of itself. Like, they don't do anything about car insurance anymore. It's like, there's going to be a movie coming out soon. It is kind of like that, yeah. Little Oleg. I don't need to see that. Uh, Do you think they would ever remake uh, Terminator? Oh, I think so. That would be a matter of time. Yeah. This is kind of what I think they're doing at the moment. I think... This whole Genesis bullshit, going back to the past again, mm-hmm. but with a altered timeline, is just kind of laying the kind of it's kind of softballing in a little bit. They're going to be doing another. It'll be like a divergent reality from that. That'll be like the uh, well, that leg of the movies, you know. Yeah, because I I was thinking, you know, um, I was thinking that Arnold Schwarzenegger films are going to be particularly hard to remake. Uh, because he is so iconic as Terminator and as, um, you know, the guy guy in Predator and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's incredible physique isn't important to Predator, but it is. That's what I remember: mm-hmm. glistening <laughs> muscles as I'm slowly rubbing one out, and a fist bump, and then someone going. Get <laughs> I'm I'm doing a video about that soon. Uh, the, uh, how Predator changed over time. 
I'm thinking it became it became homoerotic in different ways as time <laughs> went by. <laughs> and I definitely was checking my sources correctly. This was not a dubious website that I fell on, Damien. Uh, what about if they remade Catwoman uh, with Halle Berry? They just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had this completely kind of confusion there. It's like, you understand they, they did kind of... Had another crack at it. <laughs> <laughs> And this time, it's even more half-assed. It's like, well, you know, we had some money lying about. She wasn't doing anything. <laughs> some money lying about. We had a camera. We had we had we had a bit of a microphone. Well, we did what well, we, you know, Halle Berry didn't realize that there was so much bar salts in there. In that <laughs> oh glass. <my> God. <laughs> so basically, we're just doing like a fly on the wall documentary. Um, she just happens to molest her pet cat. <laughs> <laughs> It's got really nothing to do with it, the Batman. It's, the... Just, it's just about how, how Halle Berry has become exceptionally lonely recently. <laughs> and she's adopted 15 cats. <laughs> you can never just have one, can you? Well, it doesn't matter because as soon as you get one, you are a cat woman. <laughs> oh, dear. Anything else in the chat? Oh, nothing. Should we wrap it up soon? I think so. I think so. Yeah? Okay. You don't, don't want to <laughs> well, read? All I hear is, thank God, thank God, thank, thank fucking God. God. Thank God. Yeah, we yeah we're stuck in the we're stuck in this. We can't get out. <laughs> just leave the room and just never come back up. Here. You know, um, one thing I did want to talk about before we go uh, was um, I saw I saw the Frank um, Franco thing recently. The uh, disaster artist. Oh right, okay. And that is interesting because that in itself is kind of it's not a remake, but it kind of wants to be. Have you seen it? No, but so the disaster artist is the. It's the story of the room, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. The, it's it's based on Greg Sestero's book. Greg Sestero is the guy in the room who's Mark. Mm -hmm. I went to a screening where he was there recently. He did a Q and A. I didn't stay for it. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, and um, and I, I I was it was interesting because it wasn't quite what I expected. I had you know I haven't read I've only read bits of the book, and um, and yeah, it, it was very weird because. The funniest bits were, were them recreating the room. And it's like, but the room does it better. Yeah, okay. I can kind of see that. But what was, that was, the, was that the bulk of the movie? or No, no. It ends with side-by-side -side comparisons, which aren't in the movie. So, you know, I'm tearing you apart, Lisa. And then, um, was it James? Who Who is it? Franco. I can't, I can't, I, I can't remember his name. Oh, no, I can't remember. Okay, just look look it up for me, would you? Um, so yeah, the the guy playing uh, Tommy Wiseau does, uh, you know, does the same thing, and it, it's kind of it's a, a very similar shot. It's the same angle, you know, they've got the same clothes and everything, but it's entirely pointless. The rest of the movie is just how they made the room, but it's how they made the room told in a very kind of um, vanilla way. James Franco, sorry, James that. Franco, yeah, James Franco, um, like. Like, there are definitely these hints about Tommy Wiseau. I don't know if this is true or not, but the film definitely hints about Tommy Wiseau being gay. Like, does he like this? Does he like Greg Sestero? You know, because he's into him. What What's going... You know, and he's weird. Whether or not the film kind of suffered from was it Neil Breen syndrome. Well, well the, thing, <laughs> the thing is, is, is like, Tommy Wiseau, I'm, I'm sure he could be a really nice guy, but he's definitely weird. Like, oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Palpably weird. He's the sort of person that you could walk into a coffee shop, see only the back of, hunched over, 20 feet away, and you'd say, that guy's weird. Yeah, I don't know. We yeah, clocked yeah. him, he's weird. 
And they never kind of... That's the, that's the interesting part about The Room, and that's definitely the interesting part about Tommy Rousseau, is he's weird. Mm-hmm. And they never really touch on it. I, I'm sorry, I'm aware I'm talking. I'm like giving a review of this movie now, but... <laughs> <laughs> I give it two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs up, right up to stars. Um, but I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because they kind of wanted to make it a remake. You can tell that they like The Room, but... It's, yeah, it not... was never going to be as fun as The Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that... I'm, well, I'm only looking at a couple of thumbnails here and I'm seeing James Franco in the wig. Um, and I just, I think for him, it was just kind of a, I would say, kind of a love letter, really. I think he just yeah. really enjoyed it, kind of wanted to just no, play think, around I being think, a I cat. think it's made in good spirits and everything like that. I just think it's a little bit... Um, it's It's a bit like a fan movie, but made with, you know, millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest... You know, and, th- and then Tommy and Mark went to the beach together, and then they had an argument about the film, and it's a bit kind of like, did any of this happen at all? <laughs> I mean, it could ju- I could just be watching, you know, then King Arthur and Merlin sat down and said, I think the table should be round. <laughs> you know, it's just like, this is... Unnecessary. This is not what happened. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's, that's kind of what I think, anyway. Anything cool. else in the chat? Uh, there's no other people just talk about disaster writers now. Any any interesting thoughts there? Well, someone said Leon the Pig Farmer needs a remake, but I don't know what that is, and I'm quite that's kind of piqued my interest a little bit actually. What's that? Tommy Tommy Wiseau is Kevin Spacey. Tommy Wiseau <laughs> is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I think Kevin Spacey would have would have been a great Tommy Wiseau. Have you ever seen Kevin Spacey do his impressions? Yeah, I've I've said some of that stuff. It's actually, actually really pretty good. good yeah. yeah, or he was, I guess. <laughs> they don't. He don't, He's not allowed. After he rung him up like that, he wasn't allowed in this town. He couldn't get arrested in this town anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <about> Al Jolson. <laughs> what What are the thoughts on the disaster artist? Do people like it? Yeah, people are saying it was, it was yeah, it was yeah, a fun movie. It was a know? fun movie. Yeah, I think for me it was a little bit um, too long. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Everything's too long for me, though. <laughs> Interesting you should say that. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you want to wrap it up? I think we should, yeah. Let's okay. go for it. All right. Okay, so thank you very much, guys, for listening. Uh, you know, And uh, as ever, with all of these podcasts, live streams, whatever, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, you, know, you guys are awesome for, uh, uh, for coming in and listening and talking to us in the chat. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for all the... Uh, super chats that we've received uh we're going to be doing uh normal podcasts uh a week on fridays when we resume and what is our topic damien it was going to be uh, uh quickly now i can't remember uh, uh, more movies with muppet babies i think <laughs> more movie yeah muppetizing movies and then after that we're going to be doing die hard oh Five. fantastic that'll be a lot of fun yeah, that should be fun. Because we haven't talked about this guy. You may have heard of him called Jai Courtney. Yeah. He could be quite good. I don't know. He, I he looks he's, like he's, he's, he's promising. I heard that Jai Courtney is a jolly good actor. I heard he was in Zardos, right? I heard he's in Zardos. <laughs> yeah, he's in Zardos' mouth. <laughs> okay, just a minute. All right, okay. Okay, thank you, guys. See you soon. Yeah, thanks very much. Bye-bye.